As you heard, we are holding Erev Chanukah. We have one day left to make a hachona, to make a preparation for the Yontav of Chanukah. Hachona is particularly relevant to the Indian of Neiris Chanukah. We know by the Menorah, by the Adlokas HaMenorah in the Beis HaMikdosh, there was an avoid of Hatova that was preparing the wicks, cleaning out the Menorah, and there was the avoid of Hadloka. The Hatova's Haneris had to be done, Dafgal Yedei Koyen. Hadloka was Ksheira Bezor, didn't have to have a Koyen. And we see from there that the preparation for kindling the Menorah was even greater than the actual Hadloka. There were Tzadik and Talbot, Abidul Ajikavah, in his old age, he was too weak to stand up to light the menorah. But preparing the wicks, he insisted on standing. Because the hatova is dafke bekoyen. So the Indian of the hachona, the preparation, is very central to the avoida of any mitzvah, actually. Hachona. Tell the story, the Briskarov used to tell the story that there was in a city near Vilna, there lived two big tzaddikim, Reb Chaim and Ramosha. They were known in the town as the big tzaddikim. Reb Chaim was more ma'urav ben abri as people knew him, so he got all the kibudim. Whenever there was something going on, he was always the chashivayi. Reb Moshe was more of a quiet nech balakelim type of person. People knew he was a very heiligemensch, but nobody took much notice of him. And once these two tzaddikim were traveling together, and they stopped off at an inn, and they came in, <coughs> and the owner of the inn was very excited to greet such chashivay guests, because says, tomorrow I'm making a bris, tonight is the vachnach, I'm so excited to have such sadikim. I can give one of you sandikoyas, and he was mechabed them, you know, they should decide who should be sandik. And Ramosha says to Reb Chaim, he says suddenly, you know, so many years, we've been together in town, and every honor, every kibbutz went to you, every siddikadushin, every sandikoyas, every drosha. For once, I'd like to have the Sandekoyas. Just let me have it this one time. Reb Chaim says, of course, Reb Moshe, who's more worthy of Sandekoyas than you? Tomorrow morning, you have the Sandekoyas. So Reb Moshe was up a whole night preparing. He was davening, he was learning, and he said the Zayra Kodesh, and he did tshuva, and he toiled in the mikveh. And by the time it came in the morning, he was already like a, a fire. By davening, he was crying his heart out, preparing for the mitzvah, being a sandig by a bris mila. And they're finally up to the bris, and they announce sandikoyas, and just as he's about to go over, Reb Chaim sits himself down at the chair, and he takes the sandikoyas. He says, what's going on? I don't understand. We agreed, I'm going to be sandig. Reb Chaim says to him, I don't understand. You had the whole thing. A little bit you couldn't leave for me. I mean, the main part of the mitzvah, the preparation to the mitzvah, you took, we find, by Neiros, the Posik says, Vayas Kain Ahare, by the Adlokas HaMenoyre. And Rashi says, Lahagit Shino, that Aaron didn't change. He didn't do anything different. Loishino. The word Cain means exactly as it's meant to be. Hachona, the root of the word Hachona is Cain. We have Eskior Eskanoi, the base of the Kior in the base Hamigdosh was called a Khan, a Cain. Targum says Yaskioiro Vyasbosiso. The word Cain, as it's meant to be exactly, so it must be, is connected to the word preparation, to Achana. Because when you want something to be just right, you want something to be the way it must be, Cain, without any diversion, without any shinuyim, without any confusion, without any impurities, without anything extra that doesn't belong there, that can only be accomplished when there is a Achana. When there is a preparation that filters away anything that's behola, anything that's not exactly as it should be. And specifically by the Neiris, Vayas Kain Aharon has to be perfect in a certain way. And the way to achieve Kain is through creating a Kain, creating a Hachona, creating a preparation, creating a base for the midst of Adlokis Neiris. So we have one day left to create a base, to create a Hachona. 
for this extraordinary mitzvah, as we heard before, that will last into the days of Mashiach. We have one day left to prepare. The Lechevich, the Eli Lechevich, who once said, and it came Chanak, he said, Ah, it's been a long chasana. says, The chasana began Chamisha Osabov, Chodesh Elul, Shoshana, Yom Kippur, Sukkis, Shana Rabba, Shminiat Seres, and Chastaira. And now the chasana is about to end. Chanukah, you know, we're getting our strength together for the last dance, for the last rakidah of the chasana. You know, the Swaram Akdoshim tell us, the Bnei Soscha, many Swaram, that the Gemara Chasimo is on Chanukah. And those of us in the weaker generations who weren't strong enough to achieve on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippurim what we were meant to achieve, even if we weren't yet Zoyche to the Chasimah Toiva that we needed in the Yomim Noiroim, our final chance is on Hanukkah, and as we heard before, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyochel bends down and comes to us. We know the Gemara says, The Shechina never goes beneath Asara Tvachim, yet the Menorah we light underneath Asara Tvachim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes down to us in our Oilomais Hanemuchois, in the Lailon, the Leiletevois Aruchim, and says, I, I'm going to come meet you wherever you are. Just come towards me. And you'll be able to achieve, even if we haven't yet completed our avoid of the Yomim Neiroim. What do we want to accomplish? Of course, when we prepare, it goes without saying, we need to learn the halachas, and we need to hear Divrei Hisoyeris, how to prepare for this Yontiv. But what's our avoidas ha-nefesh? What are we trying to accomplish in our souls? What do we want to come out with after these eight days? What's going to be different about us? The Svarim HaKadoshim tell us, the Svasem has many Svarim, it's brought in the Friyadikah Svarim, that the Loshan of Chanukah, we know is the Loshan Chinuch, Mizma Shir Chanukah, Sabayis, they were Mechanuch, the Beis HaMikdosh. And it's a Loshan of Chinuch that we are Mechanuch ourselves. Like a child goes to Yeshiva to get his Chinuch, on Hanukkah, we could be Mechanech ourselves. We can get a fresh start. No matter where we are in life, no matter what we've been through, we could be Mechanech ourselves and start new. And we have to start new with a simcha, with a gishmak, with optimism that we can accomplish something. The Mogen Avram from the Triske, he writes, Gemara says, My Hanukkah. So he explains, how are we Mechanech ourselves? says, these eight days, there's no fasting, there's no hespade, it means everything has to be with simcha. If we want to accomplish this chinuch and change who we are, we have to do it with a happiness, with an excitement, with a joy, with a belief that we can actually be mechanach ourselves and start and make a, a restart. That's what a chinuch is, to start things fresh, no matter what we've been through, no matter where we're holding Yesterday I was on an airplane, and to get on the plane today, the security is very, very strict, and they send you through, I'm sure you'll know, they send you through like a machine, where they take an x-ray of you. Many people are upset about going through such a, such a machine, and I was going together with a chavar of mine, he says, you know, the Chofetz Chaim says that the, the technology keeps developing so that we should have an idea, of, we should have an amuna in many things, you know, you're going up now into the sky. The thing is a yoy madin. They check you. You can't sneak anything past them. There's no fooling anybody. They look you over. It's like an experience, you know, to give us an idea what it means to stand before the ain shikl of There's no hiding. There's no, you can't hide anything. You stand before the rabbin shaloylam. And he sees the entire person. That's something we have to think about. There was just Nifter recently, last week in Williamsburg, an Adam Godel, the Udvari Rov, who was a Yid who was 93 years old, was one of the last Rabbonim who served in the Rabbonis before the war. A tremendous poisek, an unbelievable masmet, a Yid at Sadiq. He wrote many Svarim and Halacha and Agod, he wrote eight Chalokim of Tshuvas. A Yid was a Meshiv, Shailas, the Yusuf for many, many years. A few years ago, he was just about 90 years old. He told his family he decided he has to go to the Mekoymas HaKadosh. He wants to make a trip. Where does he want to go? He wants to visit the caver of his father, who was buried back in Europe. He said, at your age, 
to go travel now. <laughs> you know, the, the family was very upset with him. That he can't allow such a thing. And he insisted, and he started trying to buy a ticket, and they did everything they could to stop him, and they told the travel agent not to cooperate because, you know, he's not healthy. He can't take, undertake such a trip. He said, I have to go to the caver of my father. I must go. I have to tell him something. He says, no, no, you're too old. You can send a shliach. Somebody will do it for you. Somebody will take care of it for you. He says, no, and they saw he was so insistent. So they arranged. They had two Hatzalah members travel with him, and they made all the arrangements. One of his children went along, and he came to his father's cave, and he threw himself down at the cave, and he said, I'm so frightened. I have to give a din v'cheshbet. I have to face, soon I have to face the Bezdan Shalmala. I'm terrified of the Yoyim Adin. He says, Tata, please promise me that when I get there, you'll come out to greet me, you'll stand there, you'll stand by me when, I, when, when they're going to check out, when they're going to be boidik my entire life. You know, try to imagine... You don't often think about the Yom Adin, about the Din V'Cheshben. It's not something we think about. This Yid, so at the age of 90, he said, you know, again, I have to face the Bezen Shomala. I'm afraid I'm not going to remember my learning. So at the age of 90, he began Shas again. And he was just up to Mesech Me'ila. It's nearly at the end when he was Nifta. To Chaz Shas before he gets to the Bezen Shomala. See how Amalek Eden lived, how they thought, and the things that occupied their minds as a really serious dover shall This life is serious business. I have to answer for my deeds. I have to think about the Yoim Adin. And that I can start fresh at any age. I could start something new, and I shouldn't be afraid to begin something, to be mechanech myself, to make a Chanukah Sabayas, in my own self. But there's a reason we don't think enough about these things. And this has to do with Golis Yovan. The Posik says in Eev, Loi Sholafti, Loi Shokatati, Loi Nachti, Viyovoi Roiges. Full shyness of lack of Menucha, Loi Sholafti, I had no tranquility, Loi Shokatati, I had no serenity, no quiet, Loi Nachti, I had no peace, no rest. Viyovoi Roiges and the rage came upon me. And Chazal tell us that these four L'shoines correspond to four Goliaths. Lo shalafti mi Golos Bovel, lo shokatati mi Golos Modai, v'loi nachti. I found no rest because of Golos Yovon. V'yovoi roiges, the anger, the rugza came upon me from Golos Edoim. So we see that Yovon, actually all Golos, means that we have no peace. We have no rest, but particularly Golos Yovon is Loi Nachti. I had no Menucho. Rashi, in the beginning of last week, said, Bikish Yaakov, Leishev Beshalva, Kofatz Olov Rugzoi Shel Yosef. The Roiges, and there the Medrash brings the same Posik. The Tzorah of Yosef disturbed his yearning for peace, for rest, for Menucho. So why does Golos Yovon disturb our Menucha? And what is it about Yosef HaTzadik, the story of Yosef HaTzadik, that disturbs that Menucha? If we understand this, we'll understand a lot about Hanukkah, because we know that Hanukkah is all about Yosef HaTzadik. It's always in the parishes of Yosef HaTzadik. He's the Koyach, that's Menaget to Yovon, the beauty of Yovon, and there's the beauty of Yosef, who was Yifei Toyav, Yifei Mare. Yosef is even Begimatri Antiyoich, as the Bnei Yisoscha says. And when we understand why they are zelu umazel, will give us insight into understanding our avoid. We know the story of Hanukkah. The Chashmenoyim came into the Beis Hamikdash and they found a pach shemen that was munach b'choisomoy shel koyen godel that was still sealed by the koyen godel. And the Svasemes and many Svarim Akdoshim tell us that this pach shemen is meramas on the nekuda pinimius. There is a nukuda inside, there's a chalik inside each and every yid that is untouched by the hands of the umas ha'olam, where pagam can never reach, where can never be touched, is still as perfect and as pure as it was given from heaven. 
This is the nekuda of chiyas that every single one of us has inside of us, a part of us that is a perfect tzaddik. And that is represented by the pach shemen that they found underneath all of the tumor that was untouched <coughs> by any yav akum, by any foreign influence that was still totally pure and tohor. And on Hanukkah, when they discovered the pach shemen, is a time when we can discover within ourselves that perfect, unsullied nekuda of Kedusha. And that is the part of us that we have to use when we're serving the Rabbeinu Shalolem. When we daven, when we learn, the Svarim tell us, we mustn't think then about how many Averis I've done, or what a low level I'm in. We have to think then, I have a chelek elekami mal. That's as big as the biggest tzaddik who ever lived. And this is the part that's standing before you, that's praying to you, that's learning for you, that's doing the mitzvahs. There are other times to think of our averis, but it always comes to us just when we're going to start davening, when we're going to start learning. There was, oh, who am I to daven? Who am I to learn? I'm so tome, I'm so pogum. Just then the Yitzhara comes reminding us. When we're meant to do truth, we can't think of what we did wrong. But when it comes to... When a person is doing Avodah Hashem, he has to do it with the Nakuda of Tahara. This is the advice the Svarim Akdoshim give us. Now we think it's some sort of a psychological gimmick, because otherwise I'll never do anything. If I'm not going to tell myself that inside there's a Chelik of Tahara, so uh, I'll end up never serving the Rabbi Hashem. So they're telling us, forget about the things you've done wrong, and just think about what you've done right. We think it's a good idea, it's a trick, it's a ploy. That's a total misunderstanding of what the Svar HaMakadoshim The Nekuda Pnimis is a Dovar Emes that fills the entire world. And we have to believe we have that within us and we have to have infinite joy. We have to have total Simcha that we have within us a way to serve the Rabbeinu Shalom like the biggest tzaddik, and that that becomes revealed on Hanukkah. And if we don't have that simcha, we just look at the rest of us, all the shinuyim, all the confusion, all the bilbulim, and we say, ah, so I haven't included the Look at the rest of me. We're totally missing the picture. And we're making a terrible mistake, a very fatal and fateful mistake that can change our lives. Imagine Rabbi Sai and the Hashemenoyim after their victory over the Yavonim, so they came for the first time into the Beis Hamikdash. They were marching victoriously, and they come into the Heiliger Beis Hamikdash. And imagine the sight that, that was before their eyes. They walk in, and this Heiliger Beis Hamikdash is defiled. It's in shambles. Everything is broken. Shiktsum ha'yevon, and they were meshakids, they were metayev. Wherever you turn, there was avaydezores. They had brought chazerim, b'mokim, the heilige karbonis, they brought chazerim. Rahmanul Atzlon into the Beis Hamidish to make zrika v'edam on the heilige mizbeach. There was a stench of impurity. Could you imagine the hush, the shak, the, 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 how broken they must have been to see the, the place that was so holy where they trembled to walk, so defiled, so nischalal. And they're looking, we can, maybe we can find some oil to kindle the Heilige Menorah. And they go after jar, after now, open, open, open. One after just no good, no good. And they could sense the tumor. They didn't have to know. They had, they had a koyach, a chush harayach. They, they, they felt the, the impurity. And suddenly in one corner you hear a shout, I found something, I found something. Everybody comes running to see and somebody's holding in his hand a small jug of pure oil. Everybody can see that the seal is still intact. Could you imagine the joy? Could you imagine the simcha? I'm sure they started a rakida. They must have been singing and dancing over right there amongst all the, the broken, shattered parts of the Beis Hamikdash. They must have been dancing for joy at this Yeshua they found. Apach Shemen. Imagine if somebody would have said to them, what are you dancing about? What are you singing about? Look around you. Don't you see what's going on here? Do you see the Chilol HaKodesh? Do you see what they've done here? There's no oil even to light properly, so you found a little jug of oil. That's what you're singing and dancing about. Look where we're holding. Look what's going on. There may have been people who would have thought he's talking sense. 
But today, with our hindsight, we understand how foolish, how off the mark such a person would have been. This jug that this person might have made light of and said, what does it mean? Had it enough light to shine, to illuminate for all eternity to this day, the nace of Hanukkah, the Kedusha of Hanukkah, this Yontav that will last into the days of Mashiach. This was all in that Pach Shemen, amidst all of the Tumah, amidst all of the impurity. It was all there. And there was such reason for joy, such reason for pure simcha. We you know a person is compared to the Beis Hamikdash, to the Mishkan. Take a look at the Malbum and Pasha's through me. He goes through each aver, each limb of a person, how it corresponds to another part of the Mishkan. Sometimes we look at ourselves, and there's a lot of impurity, the things that are broken, things that are in shambles. Timu Kalashmanam Sometimes foreign influence gets into us and makes a mess. But when we find that Pach Shemen, we have to be so filled with joy because we know that we have found something that has no boundaries. Ruchnius has no limit. <coughs> one nair can light up the world. You know, there's enough fire in one candle to light. All you need is one, one candle. You could light a fire that goes around the entire world. You don't need more than one candle because a candle, a nair, has no limitations, has no gvulim. It's ash. A small light is the same as a huge oil. And when we understand that, that we have within us, we have a chalik of perfection. And we understand that that chalik is a dover sholem, not just part of something. It's something that's complete. Then we've understood the message of Hanukkah. The Sfasemes brings a kasha. The Gemara says... Why don't we say halal on Purim? Because Akati Avda Achashveresh Anam, we're still under the domination of Achashveresh. So he asks, B'Shem de Sharim, so why is Hanukkah any different? We're still under the influence of Yovan. We aren't, we're not out of Golos Yovan. So why do we say halal? So listen to what the Sfasema says. Because Al Yidei Hanes Hirgishu, Sheheim Avdei Hashem Av Shehoyu Begolos. Of course we're still in the darkness. But they recognized that the light in the darkness is a total geula. They understood that even though there's still more work to do, but what I have accomplished, the nair, that I can light a nair in darkness, is so meaningful, is such shleimus. That in that we are completely have achieved a total redemption from Golus Yovon when we understand that the Chele Katoiv has no limits. Golus Yovon, what is their message? If it's only a Chele, if it's not, wow! If it doesn't have a yoifi, if it doesn't make an impression, if it doesn't have high Grecian columns and everybody could see it miles away, it's nothing. There's no such a thing as the chashivas of a chelek. What did they say? Kisvu lochem al keren ashor she'en lochem chelek be'loikei Yisrael. There's no such a thing as kol Yisrael yesh lochem chelek be'oilam abo. Of course, if you're the best, if you're the one who everybody knows about, and you're the big success story, and you make the biggest image and the greatest roishom, ah, yoifi of Yovon, you're an important person. But just for a chelek, that small part, to really have a simcha, Ashreinu matoiv chelkeinu. No, Yavon doesn't understand that. You know, the Svarim Akdoshim tell us Hanukkah is unique. The only Yontiv, Purim, all of Klai Yisrael did tshuva, Tzias Mitzrayim, all of Klai Yisrael did the mitzvahs. No, Hanukkah, most of Klai Yisrael were misyavnim. It was only a small group. It was only a chalek of Klai Yisrael who fought them. It wasn't everyone. And yet, they created a yontiv that lives till today. When they sat to light, stood to light the menorah, what's the point of light the menorah for one day? Needs to burn for seven days, for eight days. 
yet they did it. They had joy in doing that chilek. They understood that that is something complete. That that has a shleimus. They understood rabim biyad me'atim. That great things are in small actions, even though they may appear to just be a chilek. All of us have wonderful, good chalakim within us. And we often don't appreciate them. We think, okay, I have this good me, I have this good strength, but the rest of me is really messed up. The Balakeda, Yismach Moshe brings in Parshas Bred, Balakeda is one of the Rishonim. This is Russian. Michiyuv hashkofas ha'odom el ha'chelek ha'mu'ulo sheboi v'loi el ha'chelek ha'pochus. A person has to look at the chilek in him that is me'ula, that is good, and not to look at himself, not define himself by the chilek hapochus. He has to be able to see that and to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu that way. The Choy Vesalavavos writes in Shar Chesh Ben HaNefesh, Al timait be'einecho, Shum toivo, any good thing that you do, L'Shem HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even a milo, even a word, or a ria, ki hama'at mimcho rav etzloi, what's small by you is to him very great. The secret is to recognize that our koiches of good tell us and have to be for us a source of simcha. Of course we have to strive to be better. Don't say a person should be satisfied with his chilek. He has to be someach bechelkoi. He has to find joy in whatever he does for the Rabbeinu Shalolam. And he has to find inspiration in that. If I can learn ten lines of Gemara and I can understand it, that means I can learn a whole blot Gemara. If I can learn a blot Gemara, that means I can learn a whole Perik. I can learn a whole Masechta. I can learn all of Shas. It's just a blot Gemara over and over again. If I have a good Midah, supposing I have a Teva of Rachmanus, I hear somebody's going through a Tzorah, like any child of Avram Avinu, my heart aches with pain for that person. What a beautiful midah to be about Rachman. You know that the midah of Rachman to bring me to such greatness? I could use the midah of Rachman to be Merachim on myself. To have Rachmanus, where's my life heading? I have to give a din v'cheshben. Am I not going to pay attention? And am I not going to care? I'm going to let this magnificent life that Kodesh Baruch Hu gives us the opportunity to slip through my fingers. Every Koyach, the Altus from Kelim writes, every single person has within him a Dover Toiv that through that Chelek Toiv he could become the Tzadik Hador. We have to find and believe and have simch in those chalokim. Very famous Gemara, Masechta Baba Metziah. The Gemara in Daf Peihei tells us the story. Rabbi Loza Rab Shimon, the son of Rabbi Shimon ben Yechoi, he had a son who was off the derech. The Gemara says he did terrible, terrible things. And once Rebbe came to the town, and he asked, is there a child here of Rabbi Loza Rab Shimon? And they said yes, and they described what he was up to. He gave him smicha. He called him Rebbe. And he hired someone who was an uncle to learn Torah with him. And every day the boy would say, I want to go back to the city. I want to go back. I was having a great time. I want to go back to what I was doing. He said to him, how could you do that? He made you a chocham. He called you Rebbe. And you want to go back to where you were. And he made a shvua. He's never going to leave. And he grew in Torah until one day he sat in the yeshiva of Rebbe and Rebbe heard his voice and he said, that sounds like the voice of Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shim. Can you imagine? I am his son. 
It says, and when he died, they brought him to the Moorah to bury him where his father was buried. And first it was a snake who wouldn't allow him in. And they thought because he wasn't on the Madrig. And they said, no, he's on the Madrig. He just didn't have the level of learning Torah B'tzar because his father sat in the Moorah all those years. He reads such a level. So we see such a story. Many think, yeah, okay, it's a good, it's a, it, it's a good idea when you be mechanach somebody. No, you tell him he's great. Tell him he's a tzaddik. That's going to inspire him. There's truth to that. But as much deeper, Reb Tzaddik says, Pshad in this Gemara is, that he really found inside of him there was a Nakuda of Rebbe, and he called attention to that Nakuda by calling him that. He actually revealed what was already in him, and when you reveal that Nakuda, there's no limit to what we could accomplish. When we find that Pach Shemen, when we find that chalik of purity, we don't have to make the big impression. We don't have to be like the Yavonim who don't recognize anything unless it's Shleimus. But the Golas Yavon with all its sheker, has an effect on us. And this is the meaning of loy nachti, why we have no menucha. Menucha, the definition of menucha is being able to revel, to enjoy the moment, the chilek that I'm in. How do most of us view the hoive? What is the present? The present is an emtsoi, it's a means to get to the future. That's all it's about. There's no menucha. We come to daven because we have to be finished davening. We go to a shir because we have to be after the shir. We bench, take out the bench, benching a bit, four brachas, to be finished benching. Whenever we're doing something, we're somewhere else. And the age of communications doesn't help this either. When we're buzzing from every pocket, you know how it goes. And whenever, anywhere. Whenever, anywhere. Loi nachti. We have no menucha. Because Yavon, Yavon doesn't attach any importance to a chilek. It's so the opposite of Yiddishkeit. It's such a sheker. The, the, the view of the Rebbeinu Shalom is so different than the way the world looks at things because the Olam HaSheker resonates with the message of Yovan. And that's why in the world of Yovan we cannot find peace because what do I have? Or what am I encountering? What am I getting? with the next thing? The next thing? And there's no menucha. You know, on Shabbos we eat four sudas. There's three sudas of Shabbos and there's Malava Malka. And these four sudas perhaps correspond to the Dalit Goliath. So the last suda, Malava Malka, is Keneged Golis Edoim, the suda of David HaMelech. The third suda, Shalashudas, is Keneged, the third Golis, the Golis of Yovan, the Golis of No Menucha. That's what we say, Mizma Ladovid. <coughs> You can draw menuchas hanefesh for a whole week. It's the suda that's menaged to the power of Yovon. Some people find in suda shlishes such a menucha, they enter into a different world, a world that's beyond time. I don't have to be anywhere. Some people sit with the lights out, you know, the choshech of Yovon. Even in the choshech I could find a, a tranquility, a menucha. And some people, Shalashudis is the most hectic and least menucha time of Shabbos. Look at his watch. Oh, can we buy Davin yet? Is it almost over? Anything that there is about menucha and Shabbos, by that time it's all gone. Is a person living in Golis Yavon? Or is he finding some menucha? Now, if you look in the Tvilas of Shabbos, the last Tvila of Mincha. Before we go into Sudesh Lishis, this unbelievable description of Menucha. We talk about Menuchas Ava, Unedova, Menuchas Emes, Vemuno, Menuchas Sholoim, Veshalva, Vahashkeit, Vavetach, Menucha Shleimo, Sha'ate Roitzebo, Yakiru Vanecho, Yedu Kime Itcho, Lemenuchasom, Val Menuchasom, Yagdishu Es Shemecho. This we talk about as we're leaving Shabbos. 
because this is the highest moment of Menuchas Shabbos. It's where we fight Yavon. There's a time of Ben Hashmasa that doesn't belong to any world. It's, it's totally with the Rabbeinu Shalom. Do you know, it says in the Svarim, the Chdusharim brings, other Svarim say it, that the Gemara says, Psilo is Ushmanim Shein Madlikin Behem Beshabbos, Ein Madlikin Behem Bechanaka. There are wicks that you cannot use for Neir Shabbos, but you can use them on Hanukkah. And they explain it's the Remez, Nefesh is Rishetavis, Shemen, Psilo, Neir. There are souls that are so mavulbu, so without Menucha, they can't find, they can't be ignited even on Shabbos. But on Hanukkah, Madlikin Behem. Hanukkah is Miloshin Menucha, Chonu Chofhei, Miloshin Chein. Chanukah is like one long Shalashudas. That's why we like the Chanukah in the time of the Sudas Shlishas of Shalashudas. Mishatishke Chama, Chetich Leregel Menashuk. In a time where there's this, Einon and Sushle Ishtamashbem, there's nothing to do. El To look and, and to think and to reflect and to come close to the Rabbeinu Shalaylam. To fight against the world of Yavan, of Loi Nachti. To treasure, it's a half an hour, a chalik. It's not even a complete, it's a chalik of a show. Yes, Lonu chalik, Imelekei Yisro. Ashreinu matoiv chelkeinu, umanoim goiroleinu. There are some people to whom Nebuch, Menuche, is a torment. If by the time they sit in the Hanukkah, if they have to turn off their blackberries for a half an hour, they're already nervous and edgy. <laughs> they can't find Menucha. Loi Nachti, Golos Yovan has so overtaken him, he can't even be himself unless he's confused and movable, unless he's full of Shinuyim. He can't have any cane. He can't have a Yas Kena Aaron. There can't be anything that's right without. Bilbul Hanefesh without impurity, without Shinuyim. He's not himself. Hanukkah is an opportunity to taste real Shabbos, to taste real Menucha, to taste Hanoyo. Bikish Yaakov Leishev B'Shalva Kofatz Olov Rugzoy Shal Yosef you know, the Midah of Yosef HaTzadik represents the Shmira of Inyonim, of Aroyos and Pritzes. You know, the test Yosef HaTzadik faced with Eishas Paitifar. Yosef is the Midah of Yesoid. There are seven Midahs. The sixth Midah is the Midah of Yesoid. Corresponds to Erev Shabbos. Chazal telos mishet Torah be'erev Shabbos yoichal b'Shabbos. A person wants to feel Menuchas HaShabbos, he has to work on the Midah of Erev Shabbos, the Midah of Yesoid. We live in a generation of terrible preachers, of terrible Nisiyonis. Tumas Eretz Amim Erevas HaOretz, like Yosef in Mitzrayim. This takes away from our Menucha, because when you destroy the Midah of Yosef, the Rugzah Shal Yosef, the anger of the Midah of Yosef, doesn't allow us to experience Menucha. We know the brothers sold Yosef at Tzadik. Just read in the Haftarah. <coughs> it says, Al Michrom, Bekesef Tzadik, the Evyoin Bavur Nalayim. The Pirkei Drabeleza, we say it in the Piyut of Arzel Levonoin in uh, Yom Kippur, that the brothers sold Yosef for a pair of shoes. Why, what does it mean for a pair of shoes? I'm going to tell you a story. I, I read this story. The Satmar Rebbe, Zechariah Levrocha, was once sitting together with a bunch of Rabbonim. And somebody said over that he heard from the Nasatarov, who heard from the Eight of Lev, who was the Satmar Rebbe's grandfather. He heard him give a hesper on Aida Balabas, whose name was Rabbi Yosef Kahana, who was a big Tamut Chachm, who was a Ben Aliyah. And he was a big son of it was a of Dibrechai. And the Yetav Lev said at his Levi, at his Hespid, that years after the Ptir of the Dibrechai, he used to appear to this Yid and give him advice and give him Aetis and give him Chizuk. And he saw his Rebbe many years after his Ptir. 
And the Satmarov heard this and he waved his hand. He said, Not Dimian, you're imagining. So the fellow was a bit upset. He says, Rebbe, I heard this in the Rashtar, I heard it from your Zayda, from the Eighth of Lev. He, he said it. He said, But I said it, Dimian, I didn't mean it's nonsense. I also heard that my Zayda said it. But it means something else. It doesn't mean that the Divrechaim actually came to him and revealed himself. That's a very, very high madrega. It's a completely different idea. We find by Yosef HaTzadik that at the time of the Nesoyen, he saw the image of his father. Now how could his father have appeared to him if his father didn't know he was alive? He didn't know he was in Mitzrayim. So obviously Yankovina didn't really appear to him. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to save him from Chet, brought him an image of Yankov Avinu. That's what Merov said. It's Friday night, I was looking in the Sefer, Emunah Sitecha, for Amosha Wolfson, the Meshkiyach of Tayyabadash, the Rav of Munis Yisrael, Zalz Angizim Tinshtag. And I saw he asked this Kasha, and he says something that is so moving, I, I, I was in my seat, and I got up, and I had to walk back and forth until I came to myself. Seeing what he would hear. Tvorim Nifloim. As we know that on Hanukkah, as we mentioned, even those who weren't able to achieve proper tshuva, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, HaKadosh Baruch Hu come down, comes down to them, Lamata me'asore, come do tshuva, come close to me. In the Mavua Soafeilois, Lamata me'asore t'vachim, with all the difficulties. When Yankov Avinu saw the Sula Mutzav Arzov, Hine Malache Lekim Oilim Vyordim Boy, so Chazal tell us that the Tzur of Yankov Avinu was Chokuk on the Tachas Kisei HaKovet. The image of Yankov Avinu was engraved on the Kisei HaKovet. The Malachim kept going up the ladder and down, looking at the picture on the Kisei HaKovet, looking at him. It's really the same. They were in such a spiral, actually the same. They kept going up and down, up and down. He said, Yankov Avinu couldn't have been revealed, couldn't have revealed himself to Yosef in Mitzrayim. He didn't know who was there. HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed Yosef the Kisei HaKovoid. He showed him the image of Yankov Avinu Chokuk on the Kisei HaKovoid. That's what he saw the most Yuknoi Shel Oviv. On Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur we say, Shuva Yisrael Ad Hashem Elekecho and Chazal say Gedoyle Tshuva Shemagas At Kisei Akavod. You got to do Tshuva till you reach the Kisei Akavod. But what if we're too weak? We don't know how to do Tshuva till the Kisei Akavod. Gedoyle Kisei Akavod Shemagas Ad Lebala Tshuva. On Chanukah, Hakadosh Baruch will take the Kisei Akavod down to the person. Even if he's living in Nisyonis, but he's a Vayimoy and he's trying, he's kindling a light, he wants to be close to the Rabbi I will bring down the Kisei Hakovoid to help you grow, to help you be a Kodesh Vitor. And I found that the Edson word says in the Torah Shloimer, on Tishabob, he says, Hishlich Mishamayim Eretz Teferis Yisrael. He says, Mamesh, this word, Midas HaTeferis says, Yankavinu Chokuk Al Tzurotsky Seyakovoy. And this is what Yosef HaTzadik saw in Mitzrayim. The Renoim says also the same Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed him the Kisei HaKovoy. What HaKadosh Baruch Hu is prepared to do for us. If a Yid wants to be close to Hashem, we'll bring him the Kisei HaKovoy. Rabtzadik in the Sefer Asisei Loyla writes, Who is Yaakov Avinu? We are all Yaakov Avinu. We're Yaakov Avinu's children. We're not as Einiklech. He's called a father. When Mashiach comes, we're not going to say Zayda, we're going to say Tata. That's what we're going to say to him. There's no difference in the generation between Yaakov's children and us. We're all his children. When it says Yaakov Avinu Loy Meis, it means... He lives because we are alive. Ma'azare b'chayim. Reb Tzodik says, when the tzura of Yankavinu is chakuk in every generation, it means those of that generation. We are Yankavinu. Our tzura, us, is engraved tachaskisei hakovoid. And he says, adova nifle. What is Kisei HaKovoy? The Kovoy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What's the Kovoy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? The more difficult, the greater the darkness, the more difficult the Nisyonis, the greater the Choyshech. And when a Yid is Nisgaber over that Sviva, that is Kovoy Hashem. HaGodl Mechavera, Yitzre Godl also means the one who's Misgaber brings out a Kilos, a praise to the Rebbe like never before. 
He writes, when you see all of the tumor of oil Azeh, and as he's writing in his time, imagine today what's going on. You think that's for the Goyim? No. That's for the Eden, so that the Eden could become even greater. That they can bring out Kvoid Shamayim to glorify the Kisei HaKovoy with the Yisroin Ha'or Min HaChoyshech. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will bring the Kisei HaKovoy where our greatness is engraved and lift us out of Shoil Tachtis. We have to start of Ayumoyin, a little bit of strength. We light the Neiris Chanukah. You know what the Neiris Chanukah? Once had a motion, you know, there's many things you could do with a light, with a ner. You could use it to read with. You could cook with it. You could warm with it. Neir Chanukah, like, you know, a person gets lost on a, on a desert island and there are planes flying over. He wants them to see him. He lights a Chanukah. I'm here. Look, see me. We light the Chanukah. We're saying to the Bayeshlam, you up there with that Kisah Kovit, we're here. See me. Ebishtu will go down How far will the Rabbi Shalom go for us? We're in the door of Ikhus the Mashiach. The Ekev means the, 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 the heel of the foot. The end of times. We're ready for B'yas HaMashiach. The Ebishter will go down even to the generation of Akev. I saw, you know, it's famous, it says a lot of Svarim, that what's special about the mitzvah of Sukkah is the only mitzvah we go in, the whole goof we go with our shoes on, with our boots on. Somebody once asked the Shinyi Virov, it's not true, there's another mitzvah. Going to the Beis Hamidosh, Aliyah Leregel, the whole goof went. He said, no, because he went on the Beis Hamidosh, he had to take off your shoes. He didn't go with the shoes. Only in the sukkah we go in with the shoes. So I see from this story that a person's akev doesn't end with his foot. The shoes are part of him. If the Chafetz Chaim said 90 years ago we're up to the akev, that means we're already the generation of the shoes. We're the, we're the, the akev of the akev. The akev of the akev. The Rabbi Yishev says, I'll go down at shetich regel minashuk till the foot. But till the shoes. The brothers sold Yosef Bishvil Menolim for the shoes. Bifnimius, they knew that Yosef HaTzadik is fighting for all generations. The Kabrina said that when Yosef HaTzadik had the Nesoyen, every single Nesoyen in these Inyonim that any Yid will go through until the days of Mashiach, Yosef was tested. Yeah, the whole internet, the iPods, whatever, everything. Every single day she tempted him, she brought him every single Nesoyim anybody will ever go through, and he overcame them all. It took a whole year, Chazal, to describe what she did, all the terrible things, to bring him down. Now, if it took a whole year, and this corresponded to all of our Nesoyimists, it makes sense that that last day, which was this time of year, Yoim Idom, the time of his Gabris Hatumo, Corresponds to our generation, the last moments in time. Yosef HaTzadik, a bocher alone in the tomb of Erev HaSa'or, it's the tomb of Mitzrayim, the lowest, most depraved nation. The Medjah there's never been a nation more immoral than Mitzrayim. And imagine, we know how immoral the world could become. Mitzrayim was the worst ever. He's a bocher alone. He's cut off from his family. He's like the Dori Yosoim. The Ramami Pano says the words right before the Nisan of Yosef Atzadik, Yosef was Yufei Toya Vifei Mara, the Rishatevis Yosim, Yufei Toya Vifei Mara, cut off alone. And in those final moments, that is Pitseyu Bibigdoi Lema, the Shlaima says, Bigdoi Miloshim Begida. She grabbed him by his betrayals. Said, You've fallen here, you've fallen there. What's the difference now? You're going to be a Kaddish. A Kaddish you'll never be. A Tzadik you'll never be. That's going to be the Nesoyan in the final moments. And at that moment, a Yid has to say, I am the biggest person in the world. I take all of my betrayals, keep them. I'm the biggest person. 
At that moment, the Kisei HaKoved will come to me. They sold Yosef at Tzadik for the generation of the Menorim, for us. That his Kedusha, his Chanukah, his Pach Shemen, that we should be able to achieve the Yisra Na'orim and Achoyshech. Ah, what we can bring, Kvot Shemai. How much Kisei HaKovid we can create, we have no idea. I got a letter from somebody once. A doctor. I think I may have told this story before, and he writes that he had to travel every day from Brooklyn into Manhattan. And on the way, there are a lot of Nisiyonis and Shemiras saying, I'm, you pass all sorts of advertisements and billboards. And he decided he wants to start working on Kedusha. And he was Makabal. Any time he was Ahmed bin Nisoyen, he wrote it down, and he would give himself a reward. A dollar or two he put down. And at the end, he would buy himself a present. And after about a year, he had $2,000. So many Nisiyonis, $2,000. And he went and he spent $2,000. He went to a silversmith to make himself a magnificent silver menorah. And that's the menorah he lights on Hanukkah. Can you imagine how much light that menorah brings into the world? Nobody's ever had such a menorah. Not 100 years ago, not 500 years ago. There's never been such a menorah. Azak v'id Hashem. With little things, with small chalokim, chalik by chalik, with confidence, with commitment, with simcha, with ashreinu, matoyv chelkeinu. I'm so happy I could do this once for you, Rabbi Nishalel. This one kvishas hayetzer. This one time. This one time. I was about to get angry. I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to raise my voice. One time I wanted to be in a bad mood and bring choshech into my home when I opened the door. I said, you know what? Let me stop putting on a smile. I'm going to bring light into my house. One time. And to be so happy. To be so fortunate with that. Yesh lonu chelek. Every oir. doesn't have to be yet a complete oir. But these are the oiris. This is what Yavon doesn't want to let us see. So you have a little bit of Kedusha. So what? What about the rest of you? Chokes us. Doesn't let us breathe. Doesn't let us find rest. We should utilize these extraordinary eight magnificent days to find Menuchas HaNefesh to find simcha and joy in every little thing, whether it's Krishma tonight, whether it's Shmaina Esra, whether it's a Shir, whether it's his Gabras, Hayetzes, Gabras Hamidus, whatever it is, whether it's Hanochas Tfilin, just to be there, just to think of what I'm doing. Different world, different life. Different life. Oh, I'm putting on Tfilin. There's no comparison. Nucha Shleimo. The Ebishtel's health and that we should have the wisdom, we should have the Siyat of the Shemaya. To be able to serve our Kaddish Baruch, to bring Kvoid Shemayim to the world, to bring Simcha and joy into our Avoidus Hashem and to all the Elamas. The Ebishtel should give us the Koychas HaNefesh to live according to our Gutter Ritzainus. Should be Zoycha Bekarov to Or Chodosh Al Tsiyon Toir, Veniskech Ulanu Bemheira Laoire, Bebias Mashiach Tzitkainu Bemheira Biyameinu Amen.